You're listening to the 50th edition of the Bitochen Podcast, and we are going to finish today, Bezrat Hashem, the Sefer Beis HaLevi on Bitochen. We're going to begin a new Sefer, a new section in the Chavetz Chaim in Shemir Saloshan that speaks about Bitochen. This section is entitled that if a person is zeich, if a person merits, so we can choose what is our amal, what do we expend our efforts in, where do we have to put in our efforts. We've spoken about bitachon, we've spoken about trusting in God, which means expending less efforts. And But there is a place that a person should expend efforts, and that is in Torah, in service of God in studying His His law. We find a very great principle of the Basak, the verse says, Adam Amal Yulad, man was created for toil. For Amr Midrash, the measure says, it's in Bracious Rabbah, person was created for toil, to work. The question is, what's that work? What is it that a person has to work at? So if a person is zeich, if a person merits, again, this can mean to choose. If a person chooses, so his work can be in words of Torah. But if not, so then he has to work hard in his parnasa. Creation of the person, the human being was created to work, to work hard. But the person chooses. What is it that I choose that is going to be my work? What am I going to work hard at? What am I going to be involved in? Tells us the Beis Levi an incredible Yisrael. If you want to have Bitochen, if you want to have Hashem bless you in all of your endeavors, what is the way? So if you choose that the work that you're going to do, instead of being in physical manual labor or in earning a livelihood, the work that I do, the difficulty that I encounter, the, the challenges that I face are in Torah. Chazal tell us that whoever accept upon, accepts upon himself the yoke of Torah, of studying Torah, so then they remove from him the yoke of the kingdom, the kingship, and the yoke of work. But someone who takes off the ol, the yoke of learning Torah, you're gonna have to work no matter what. So you're just taking, you're, you're just switching, you're just giving up Torah, and instead taking upon yourself to have to work hard, have a livelihood. Like we say. Which is in my song, actually, Gishmak to be a Yid. Well, it's a different part of the memory. We say, uh, we say, I'm going to work hard. I'm going to. Rec- I'm doing something that receives eternal reward. We are we are running. They're running. We're running to the world to come. So, a person gets to choose what are the things that he's going to involve himself in. What are the challenges? What is the work? that he's going to do. Okay, now I'd like to begin the section in the Chavis Chaim which speaks about Bitochen. This is in Sharatuna of Shmir Saloshan. Vidat in Etzir Saloshan Meira Kolele Shmira Mikol Chalke Adibur. 
Says the Chavetz Chaim in speaking about Lashon Hara, Lashon Hara means not speaking gossip, not speaking negative words about other people. So you need to know that in order to properly protect yourself from speaking negatively about others, so you also have to protect yourself from all types of speech. We can't cause something bad to others. We can't put down others. For example, speaking gossip, saying over something negative that someone else has said about that person, getting into arguments, cursing, embarrassing people and hurting people with words. Says the if you want to be able to protect yourself, we spoke last time about protecting ourselves from flattery, which is also using our speech in a negative way. But a person has to have very strong bitachon. You have to have full faith. Like he spoke about earlier, you shouldn't be upset. If let's say somebody does something negative to you, causes some negative repercussion, let's say, in your business or, or in another part of your life, someone says Lashon Hara about you, in Shaduchim, or whatever it is, someone does something wrong, someone causes you a negative effect, okay, you shouldn't get upset at it. You should, if you have Bitachin, you don't get upset about it. You realize that everything that happens is from Hashem. A person wants to get their child into a certain school, something happens, someone says something negative, some, for some reason, they're, they're talking about the person. They don't get into that school. The child doesn't get into that school. You should have bitachin. You should recognize that it's HaKadosh Baruch Hu. It is God who wants a child to go to a different school, a better school, the right school for that child. person should not speak negatively of that person. should not embarrass that person, not curse that person. You should trust in Hashem. Hashem will provide him from a different place, whatever it is that he lacks. Whoever places one's faith in God, so God protects him in this world and in the next world. Brings a verse. Says the Chavetz Chaim. And when it says, Kol HaTayla, whoever makes himself dependent, it includes, Even if these things do not touch upon some spiritual matter. Certainly somebody holds himself back from fighting with somebody else, from getting into an argument with somebody else. Someone who had caused him a negative outcome. Why am I doing it? Because I don't want there to be a Chil Hashem. I don't want to cause somebody else, I don't want to co- create a stir. For example, he's afraid he won't be able to hold himself back to, from speaking something in an angry way, speaking in an angry way at the time of the judgment, when they're, when they're in court. Such a person, so he's overcoming his natural inclination. Such a person is trusting in Hashem and asking Hashem. He's saying, Hashem, I don't want to get in a fight. I don't want to bring this person to court. I don't want to get, I don't want to, I don't want to get angry. 
So, if a, if a person like that asks Hashem for help, so certainly Hashem is going to provide for him from a different place. Hashem will certainly protect him in this world. You don't lose out by doing what's right, says the Chavetz Chaim. Says the Chavetz Chaim, what is this comparable to? To a person whose children are sitting at his table. And he gave out portions to each of his kids. And one of the children grabbed from his family. Let's say Reuven is one of the kids. Reuven grabbed from Shimon his portion. Now Shimon's like, hey, you took, you took my portion. Instead of getting upset, he goes over to his father and he says, Shimon says, Dad, I asked, I asked Reuven to give me back my portion. He grabbed it from me. He didn't let. He didn't want to. I know that you don't want us to get in a fight. Please, Father, please give me another portion. Now, when the father sees that his son has done this, so he kisses him, and he gives him a larger portion than he originally gave him. And he says to him, You, my son, have found favor in my eyes because of your good midah, because of your good character trait. Your foolish brother will hold on to your portion. At a different meal, I'm going to give you double. I'm not going to give him any at all. Okay? So that's exactly the mashal. Someone who's boteach goes to his father. We're also supposed to, if someone grabs something from us, it seems to be, it seems to be that they grab from us. Chavaz is saying that we have to know that they could grab, but they're not going to end up getting any more. And we're not going to end up getting any less. We'll only end up with more if we don't fight, if we don't create problems. If we're mavater, if we're maval medaisev, we give up on our natural inclination. But if the child who was stolen from doesn't do this, instead he fights with his brother, and they, and they, they strike each other in front of the father. He tries to take out what he swallowed. Even though it's true, the child is right. The one who is stolen from is correct. Still, the father is going to be upset. The father is going to be sad. Why are his kids fighting? He'll be angry at both of them. And he'll say, You should have asked me for another portion. And I would have given it to you with a tremendous amount of joy. I don't want you to fight with each other. Right in front of me. About such silly, foolish things. Says, it's exactly this idea in our circumstances. God gives out portions, gives out food to every single one of His creations. Verse says, God gives bread to every single uh, to all flesh. He's the, the father of the people of Israel. And they are his children. We are Hashem's children. The verse tells us, You are children of Hashem. 
Pasuk in the Varm, Perkidal, Pasuk Aleph. The rights of Shlomo Vayne, the rights of Machaluk Tan. God wants us to have peace. He doesn't want us to argue. Like it says, This is what Hashem says. My beloved children, is there anything that I need, that I'm missing, that I'm going to ask of you? What is the one thing that I ask? I just want you to love each other and to honor each other, respect each other. Don't have any sins. Don't be stealing. Don't do negative things to others, etc. Right? Somebody does something negative to your business and you ask him to give back the money and he refuses. And a person comes in front of, God, of in front of God and he prays and he says, Please God, give me a different portion. He decides not to fight, not to get in an argument with his friend. This will certainly find favor in God's eyes. For this exalted attribute. Like our sages tell us, what does it mean in the verse when it says that God hangs the world on nothingness? Pasuk in Eiv. Says the says our Chazal in the Gemara and Chulin and Daf Petes. Upon whom is the world extant? From whom does the world exist? Al Misha Bailam is Piv Blima, which means nothingness. Can also mean a person who closes his mouth. B'Shas Meriv at the time of an of an argument. That's what it means. God hangs the world on nothingness. The nothingness is someone who closes his mouth, makes himself like nothing. Because of his bitachin in Hashem, person has faith. Everything that I have is what I'm meant to have. If somebody took it away, it means I'm not meant to have it. Incredible thing. But if he doesn't do this, but rather he fights with his friends constantly. Even if he's right, this is not going to be something that God appreciates. That God finds favor with Yisparach. Just like a father, who the children are fighting, hey, you got a bigger piece of cake than me. Like we said. When a person acts this way, with his midah bitachin, with his faith in God, then he will merit to see the goodness and the kindness of God. Taste and see that God is good. Praiseworthy is the one who places his faith in Hashem. Why does it say, taste and see? This is King David speaking. In Psalms, in Tehillim, Perklam, Adalim. This teaches us, Just like somebody who tastes something with his mouth. He can feel the texture. He can understand what it is. So to somebody who has the who truly has bitachon, who truly has faith in Hashem, who such a person will be able to taste the goodness of Hashem, taste the sweetness of having Hashem in one's life. When we have bitachon, 
When we have that bitachin, if we change our amal, our, the things that occupy us and, and we are working at, from being our parnasa, from being the machleksin, the arguments that we have with others. Why? Because we place our faith in God. We place our focus on Taira. We place our focus on learning. So, if we do such a thing, so then indeed we'll have an incredibly sweet life. We'll have a life that God, we can see Hashem all the time in our lives. Thanks for listening. We'll see you again next time.